Goodbye. Even an animal were to touch the mountain, it has to be stoned to death. How dare you threaten me with that much grace in my curse of the law, mark of the beast. I can climb Mount Earth and Mount Sinai and become a 33 degree Pharisee today, Lord Jesus. Working by the sweat of my brow, but I still be miserable around Brandon Barthrop. Walking in all that grace, he's killing me. He's killing me out there. <laughs> it was intentional. It was intentional this whole time. Fulfilling the light of the law with the light of grace. Oh, yeah. We had a master plan from the beginning, Stan. And I think you better recognize. Hallelujah. I saw a vision of the great harvest in the year 2000. I was fresh, born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. You can read my testimony at redletterman.com. God annihilated me. I had a very similar conversion as Saul of Tarsus. I felt scales fall off my eyes. I was blinded by the light. Four pastors carried me hand and foot into a room in Minnesota Teen Challenge where I was court-ordered at age 18 for drugs and alcohol and violence. Didn't believe in God. Only exposure to Christianity had been Catholicism, going to Catholic school a little bit as a kid. I lived in hell on earth. It's true. Brain dead zombie. Total darkness. Continual LSD trip. Tracers. God set me free from Satan so dramatically, they'd never seen anything like it. They were freaked out of their mind. Those four men that carried me into that room and started driving demons out of me when I was struck paralyzed at the Teen Challenge champ Chapel October 15th, 1999. Freaked out. Brother Earl Gilchrist, still a very close friend of mine, senior pastor of Rivers of Living Waters Church in St. Paul. He was the main one that discipled me for 22 months, and he said he was proud of me. He was a former pimp and gang leader from Omaha, Nebraska, and he'd been pimping out this pastor's daughter who got into crack, and she died. And he did 18 years in prison for it. And while he was in prison, the pastor of the daughter he killed came and saw him and says, I forgive you for killing my daughter. He broke at that moment and accepted Jesus in his heart. Spent a few more years to let him out early. He came with Rich Sherber here in Minnesota Teen Challenge, who was a missionary to the Black Township in South Africa during apartheid. One of the most hardcore missionaries you ever meet. Oh my God. He'd go into the black townships during apartheid, an AG missionary, while the other fake AG missionaries are out playing golf. He'd go in there, they'd be burning people alive in, in tires, liquid rubber, just eating people. There'd be no police around. And he was a missionary in that kind of setting. He needed the Holy Ghost to be They'd be pounding on his truck as he's trying to build churches in these black townships during apartheid just to kill Whitey. One of the craziest, most faithful people you ever meet, Rich Sherber, bless his heart. He's still the president here of Minnesota Teen Challenge. I love him very much. Rich and Lynette Sherber saved my life. 
Hallelujah. We've come a long way since 99. They blessed me so much, gave me a scholarship to North Central University to be a pastor. I went five years to North Central University Bible College, downtown Minneapolis, studying pastoral studies and Bible. And it was crazy, you guys. These AG kids weren't coming out of the revival setting that we had in Teen Challenge. Most of them coming out of dry religion. And I realized how bad things were in the Pentecostal church. And I loved the AG so much because it saved my life. But then my senior year, they kicked me out after I graduated. And they said, if you ever step foot back on campus, we'll call the cops on you. I've been 86th out of my alma mater, North Central University. They're scared that I might cause a revival there because I'd gotten into so much grace and so much resurrection power. I'd flip the tables upside down there and I'd be the president of North Central University. <laughs> Seriously, their false authority and their little human systems couldn't contain me there. They had to condemn me or I would have taken it over. No doubt about it, I was discipling 14 kids on that campus. We were in total revival. I was a fresh inner city missionary you know, launched out, grassroots, working in Hard Times Cafe, Cedar Riverside, with all the little Mogadishu, all the Muslims, Somalians, did that eight hours a day. I'd pray in tongues for eight hours a day and worship God for eight hours a day, and then I'd go at night, when it's the most craziest, into Cedar Riverside. They called it Little Mogadishu, the West Bank of Minneapolis. And I'd minister to punks, cultists, gang leaders, I mean, I'd go into the bathroom, be heroin syringes every day, every day. The person above me uh, that was renting the apartment there when I was going there overdosed on heroin. They found him two weeks later as a skeleton because he had four cats and his cats didn't get fed. They ate all the flesh off his bones. That was the kind of setting that I started out ministry in. <laughs> you know, I'd seen gang fights. I'd seen, I mean, brutal murder, execution-style murders. I was carjacked twice, been stabbed at, been shot at so many times, I've lost track. I tell you the truth, this is how real Minneapolis ministry and inner city ministry is when you're walking in apostolic grace. And one of the craziest things was just the last few years. You know, you think it'd get better. Well, it does. We go from glory to glory, but there's almost more opposition. And all that opposition is in the light of the law. Because these people are cursed and angry and bitter in the light of the law and they have no fulfillment and they're just clawing, scratching, nine, trying to get ahead in life and just sucks, man. Everyone just so cursed, everyone just trying to claw ahead in society just to get a little money, get a little freedom, get a little breakthrough, get a little happiness. Religious people, rebellious people, they're just all cursed. The sorcerers are cursed and the dogs are cursed and everyone's cursed in Babylon the Great. How's the song go? I can't get no satisfaction. Mick Jagger. I can't get no satisfaction no matter how much I get. And I try and I try. But I can't get no satisfaction. The satisfaction only exists in the grace of the Lord Jesus. It's a different light spectrum that fulfills the light of the law in your hearts and minds. You grew up in the curse of the fall, which is the light of the law. And you're fulfilled in the light of grace. And that's the great awakening right now of the end times. And that Great Awakening is a high, high cost. I mean, that's all the martyrs that have ever been murdered, been murdered by the light of the law against the light of grace. They started walking in the light of grace and the light of the law 
of all those Pharisees and all those religious people and rebellious people killed them, fed them to the lions, crucified them, crucified their kids, crucified their wives, raped their wives. We, generation upon generation, Christianity ain't a new religion. It's 2,000 years old. During Roman times, if you were a Christian, they could just take your wife, the Roman soldiers, rape her, crucify you, and then crucify her while you're dying upside down, suffocating. They didn't even need permission from the emperor. You were just mutts and slaves. We have been through hell as a Christianity. Even the last couple years as we're taking the USA, we've been through hell. The day that Donald Trump was voted president of the USA, they shot up my house and because of the US flag. They just blew up my house and I was sitting right here in the right in front of me, there's bullet holes through my whole front porch. And that's what we had to deal with. I mean and then when he was inaugurated, another shooting, they shot up my car. Who did? Demons did. Demons. These people around here are so high and drunk all the time. They don't even know what they're doing. They're completely controlled by black magic in the spirit world. I've been in the ghetto my whole life, in and out of the ghetto, in different areas. I've, I've been upon the rich. I've been upon the poor. We've had a sampler of everything that exists in North America, rich and poor in every extreme you could ever imagine. I can relate to in my life. I lived in 24 different states before I was 18 years old. Four different high schools, in and out of juvie. There's nothing in the North America of any family, of any class, that I can't relate to, suffering and victory alike. I'm telling you, that's the cost of the kingly grace of the King of the Jews to fulfill all of the light of the law in all North America. To get Christianity and Christ in the reign of grace blowtorch in through these people's hearts and minds. It's very costly. And we have paid that price, I tell you the truth, and I tell you no lie. Red Letter Ministries has paid that price. They try to steal from me saying no, it's all grace. Yeah, but it's grace through my soul, not yours. So I get the rewards. Silver, gold, gemstones, you get none. You're rewarded according to your works, the New Testament says over and over and over many times. But these people haven't done anything. All they've done is stolen from Jesus Christ like Judas Iscariot, and they expect that they're going to get rewarded too. I see it every day like, it's not you, it's Jesus. No, it's me and Jesus in covenant through this body. That's what the covenant is. It's between two people. Jesus Christ in us, taking over us, and God the Father. You try to rob the blood covenant at this level of grace, you quickly die like Judas Iscariot. And no one robs Jesus Christ more than the church Christians. Only in church, in buildings made by human hands, can you rob Jesus Christ this much. They'll take all of the grace and then market it in a sermon on a Sunday for money. They'll water it down. You ever seen a church water it down? Every single one waters it down to try to get the maximum amount of people in their building made by human hands. The maximum amount of prisoners in their slavery prison system of church in every single building and it's not just Christian building it's deist it's all buildings of all religions all religions most deceptively Christianity are about money it's true 
But if you're outside the four walls, and if you're living in the river, like John the Baptist, like me, like my disciples, you're not about money. You're about the river. The two gods in the garden. Jesus Christ said, the river and money. You're going to hate one and love the other. You're going to despise one and love the other. And it's true. And these religious, churchy Christians don't want to admit it. But they're all the slaves of mammon. Every evangelical, every Pentecostal, every charismatic, and every building made by human hands. And God will flush them into the lake of fire and save their souls. The destruction of your building systems will be the salvation of your souls, the transfiguration of your souls in the river of life, where the sons of God have already gone ahead of you into the promised land of heaven on earth in the river of life, flooding cities and flooding nations with the grace of the Lord Jesus that's far superior to the light of the law and to the tiny amounts of grace that you've experienced in your little church systems. The tiny amounts of grace you experienced in your revivals like Lakeland Revival and uh, what's the other ones? Toronto Blessing and Brownsville and Azusa Street and Pentecost and all the revivals of all time are nothing compared to this great awakening that never ends. You are in the season where the church age transitions into the kingdom age. You are in the season that all the light of the law in all civilization in all the 33 years of Jesus Christ's atmosphere that's been filled with the counterfeit light of the law and controlled by religious sorcerers and political sorcerers and rebellious sorcerers of drugs and alcohol. All of it's fulfilled with the light of the King of the Jews and the grace of the Lord Jesus in all civilization. On earth as it is in heaven is living in the grace light of Jesus and just enjoying the Father. That's enough. It's enough. And I tell you the truth, people are going to go wild. People have been trying to buy this stuff. They've been trying to find this stuff. Conference to conference, church to church, drug after drug, alcohol after alcohol, sex partner after sex partner, you know, marriage after marriage. I mean, I've seen it all, man. I've been broadcasting 10 years just in the last year alone through Snapchat with our Vice documentary and YouTube and Facebook, we've reached 150 million. I mean, there is nothing under the sun we haven't seen on repeat for the last five years. The only thing left to do in civilization is to fulfill the light of the law with the light of grace in all civilization. And we're doing that with floods of light of the Lord Jesus, the King of the Jews, in re-honored. No more killing of the King. No more blasphemous names of the law of Moses written on your foreheads and the trampling of his blood underfoot and working by the sweat of your brow and the curse of the law. All of that will be washed away and annihilated by the floods of the grace of the Lord Jesus through all hearts and all minds and through all temples in the world. Do you know that every human being is a temple of either the light of the law or the light of grace? But most are in mixture and that's the gray matter of confusion that keeps the peasants down. And the rich ruling class elites are 100% in the light of the law and that's why they take advantage of all the nice people down below. It's true. Murderers have been your leaders in your nations. Every nation. 
every single nation on the planet. Murderers, the most murderous people and the most aggressive sorcerers of the law of Moses, Moses and Mosaic sorcery and the light of the law and that 33 degree Freemasonry killing of the king blasphemy. They have been your leaders in every nation in the whole world. Until now, until Jesus Christ and his mighty men appear, the man of grace. I tell you the truth, the manifestation of the sons of God is the glorification of all civilization. It's the removal of all the light of the law and all the mountains of the earth, seven mountains, which are mountains of souls. And then you have the heavens, which is the air above the souls, the atmosphere, the 333. You have 333 up and you have 333 down. And it's been controlled by sorcerers in the 33 years of Jesus Christ's life, which created the atmosphere of grace. And Satan dictates who gets the grace, and they become the celebrities and the rich and the people that everyone looks at, looks at on TV, chosen by Satan as angels to do a diabolical will. But with the floods of grace, the holy people inherit the kingdom, and that's the end of the matter. Sorcery controls who gets grace and blows up to be the next big thing, the next big music, the next big movie star, the next big whatever. It's all about the mosaic sorcery of 33 degree Freemasonry in all the nations, which is the ritual of the killing of the king of the Jews and trampling his blood underfoot and then dictating with fallen angels and demons who gets that grace and they blow up through the curse of the law and they become the big superstars and their lives are so easy and we watch them on TV and it's like, why can't I have a mansion? All these idiots on MTV have mansions and it's never me. Even though I only obey Jesus Christ and I pray in tongues and I pay my tithes and I give to the poor. Because you don't understand how civilization works. You don't understand the light of the law. You don't understand the light of grace. My people perish for lack of knowledge. Those days are over. Now. 33 years of grace, of the 33 degrees of the filling of the atmosphere of everything that has breath on earth will be filled with the light of grace and all the light of the law will be fulfilled through every heart and every mind in the world, says the Lord Jesus Christ. Enjoy the Great Awakening. Amen.